What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Serious for God Leaders Podcast. I'm Tim Alford, National Director of Serious for God and Volunteer Youth Leader at the Source Church, Malvern. I'm Dustin Rubio, Youth Pastor of Swansea City Church and Regional Leader of Wales and Southwest Midlands. And this is a conversation designed to help youth leaders connect, think, and grow. Really excited to be here on the S4G podcast today with Ruth, uh, Ruth Trebojevic, who's been involved with Ealing Christian Centre, one of our Ealing churches in London, doing youth ministry there for 16 years, is on Serious for God's national team, uh, overseeing our learning communities, uh, and is now church planting out of ECC uh, in Hillingdon. So Ruth, uh, really pleased uh, to have you here talking about discipleship and mentoring and your experience of that. Talk, talk to us about how would you define discipleship and, and mentoring? What does that mean to you? For me, when I think about discipleship, I think about actually a disciple is somebody who's a learner, a learner of what it looks like to be like Jesus. Um, disciples are people who learn to be like Jesus and learn to do the things that Jesus did. Um, so therefore, as I begin to think about that process and I think about actually what does it look like to not only be like Jesus, but to do the things he did and I think it's important that we have those two elements in our discipleship so as we help somebody and we journey with somebody that we help them not only become more like Jesus but do the things that he did as well and that's where mentoring and that relationship with mentoring comes in um, as we begin to journey with somebody and begin to help to take them on a journey so that they can think about their own lives and the way that they live their life so they would not only be a disciple, but they would do also do the things that a disciple does. Yeah, that's brilliant. Did you did you have an experience of, or do you even currently maybe still have an experience of being mentored by somebody when you were a young person, you know, through your leadership? How did that experience have its impact on you? And have you mentored young people and how have you seen that impacting them? Um, I'll start with the question about, I suppose, me and yeah. me personally. Um, I think throughout my teen years and into ministry, there's perhaps been four people who have profoundly affected me in terms of that mentoring relationship. The, there was a minister in my teen years that he was willing to journey with me as I was asking those questions of my own discipleship, asking what it does it look like to be like Jesus and what's it look like to do the things that Jesus did um, and he spent a lot of time chatting with me he was available to me both him and his wife and um, were probably quite pivotal in my teen years um, and as I moved on from those there was also another minister that just saw potential in me and began to speak into that potential was willing to challenge me on issues of my life and willing to walk with me as I worked out what it looked like to be a, a Christian, what it looked like to live as a disciple, what it looked like to then disciple others. And then obviously as I've moved into ministry, there's there been um, particularly perhaps two, but in recent years, um, one quite senior minister that I know that again began to just say, actually, what does it look like for you to empower others? Mm. So it empowered me in order that I would then somebody that could empower others yeah so leading into our next question is um, what would you say in your 16 years doing youth work what would you say now in the 21st century what does discipleship mentorship look like now in youth work Um, I think young people are looking for genuine connection so there's so many different ways in which a young person can connect 
Um, but so often young people are, are struggling to connect genuinely and authentically with somebody else and they're looking for that, looking for those types of relationships where people will take a genuine interest in them more than maybe just the, the food that they've had for dinner um, but actually want to know about their lives, people that are willing to walk alongside with them um, and therefore our, the way that we mentor is, is more reactive so we're able to connect with people over Skype or Facebook or um, text as well as meet somebody face to face so the journey that we're having with them is yeah. constant yeah so it's almost like it's in a digital age Dustin I guess and, and really yeah you we, we can use these things as tools yeah but they're not actually a substitute for no. that authentic relationship where you get alongside a, a young person there's face to face and you're you're engaged in, in their lives it, it, it can these things can augment that but they can't they can't be a replacement for that no and there's young people that um i journeyed with in their teens that's still in their now 20s some of them late 20s are still journeying with you but perhaps a little bit more remotely so you will get a text message from them you from them you will get a phone call you'll get a facebook message that says look this is what i'm struggling with these are the current issues that i've got what's your take what's what's your thinking can we meet up for coffee so a mentoring relationship doesn't necessarily end when they end become being yeah. a young person, but it moves from beyond that and can then move into their the adulthood if that's something that they would like. Yeah, would you say that it's more, in your own opinion, that it's more difficult now? We become more socially awkward, our, our attention span and uh, is very limited now, especially with young people. Would you say that it's more difficult or would you say if you use some of, you know, online, um, text messaging, WhatsApp, or whatever it is that you're on, that uh, that's the way to connect with with young people? I think it's probably a bit of both, to be honest with you. I think there's things that, as I look back, that I go, actually, there was benefits of none of that distraction in the fact that you did find that people were more willing to spend an hour of their time with you, um, go c um, catch a McDonald's or something else. Um, the tools that we have now do also and can also help us to connect with young people in a real way so what would you say are some of the some of the essentials to discipleship mentorship um, well I guess before we even get into that would you say there's a difference and what is the difference between discipling someone and, and mentoring and maybe it's more technicalities may, maybe when, when you get down to it it's just you're just trying to um, help young people and uh, with whatever values principles that you're carrying whether it's just for you know socially better their life or to I think faith. skills such as mentoring and coaching um, are tools that we can bring into our discipleship rather than them being a replacement for discipling a young person so to say that often what we do is we interchange between um, pastorally caring for somebody be in that mentoring relationship and then sometimes actually taking on more of a coaching role that helps to coach somebody through an issue um, rather than just sim the being there that's more of the mentoring relationship um, so I'd say that actually they're all interchangeable along this process yeah I wonder guys if this, if if, this, if mentoring plays a part in discipleship but is not itself discipleship so we are all seeking to be disciples of jesus we're seeking to be his followers we're, we're seeking to be shaped into his likeness that is not the responsibility of my mentors mm. 
that's my responsibility and I may have a mentor who speaks into my life and helps me on that journey but I have to take responsibility for my own personal devotions the way I worship God I have to take responsibility for how I use the internet and and how I handle my finances and and how I act within my relationships that's not my mentor's responsibility though they may help me on that journey of discipleship it's mine and so I think that you know you that transfers into with our young people as well that yes we can mentor and we can encourage and we can help to disciple we're we're not we don't want them to be disciples of us mm. we want them to be disciples of jesus right. actually it's their responsibility we invest i think and we encourage and we can we can mentor them as part of their journey of discipleship and and um, that is a helpful and you know a critical thing but ultimately it's their discipleship journey that we need to help them to take ownership of themselves i'd say is, is that something you'd agree with ruth or? definitely yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> it's it the right answer <laughs> so, so you talked a little bit about um your discipleship and, and i guess the same question for you tim is like i look back on my experience um of being discipled and, and i think you know I guess you, you can go in a different church, you can go in different organizations that are Christian, and we might all have a different definition or, or describe what discipleship, mentorship, or just we'll just stick with discipleship. Um, but I look back on mine, and and the guys who were discipling me were around my age. They were around the 16 to 19, 20, year, you know, 20 years old mark. And I think the biggest thing that shaped me, that helped me to follow Jesus, um, was just them hanging out with me, us getting food, and them having a Bible study and me just sitting in there trying to catch up. You know, like when I first came to this country, I didn't understand football, soccer at all. Like, and so it took me to catch up because my in-laws, everybody were, was just hardcore football heads. So that's all they talked about. So I had to catch up. I had to get on my FIFA, had to, you know, YouTube <laughs> some history on some football, watch some, some, you know, some classics on BT and stuff and Sky Sports. But it was like me trying to catch up. So when I was around, some of my friends in, in, in church. I didn't grow up in church, but there was no 12 steps. There was no alpha. And I think a big thing that shaped me, um, and I think when I look to disciple someone, officially or unofficially, is more about the time that, you know, get around me, almost like shadow me, and, and just watch what I do, and hopefully they don't pick up on the mistakes. You know, what was your experience, Tim? Yeah, I, I similar experience to similar experience to Ruth, really. I, I had uh, somebody in from the age of maybe 18 to about 22 who was mentoring me and it was hugely significant in my discipleship journey I, I wouldn't say that was my discipleship but it was hugely significant in my discipleship journey and the thing that uh, the thing that was demonstrated the significance of that to me is that um, when we would spend time together and I would come to him with things that I was thinking about and struggling with and he would keep me accountable and he would speak wisdom into my life I would hear myself using his language yeah, yeah, yeah. when I was then in later years discipling young people mm. so the things that he had spoken into my life that I had taken ownership of I was then investing that kind of same wisdom and and i still find myself doing that now i'll say things which i'll remember that he spoke in, into yeah. me and isn't isn't that discipleship that it, it doesn't stop after one generation one generation disciples the next disciples the next disciples the next this is why youth work is so critical isn't it yeah, yeah. because we hope and we pray that as we get young people around us and we 
we seek to mentor them and help them in the, in their discipleship that by god's grace the wisdom that we might impart and the things that we might help them with they might take ownership of and they might pass on to the next generation as they are discipling them and, and, and building them up as well i think something that was quite significant for me was that moment where i realized that i had something to offer to that yeah. moment that i realized that actually not only was i a disciple but i was called to disciple other people and there was something significant that i had to offer others that my walk with god and my journey with him was something that i could hold the hand of somebody else and take them on that journey and that was that significant that pivotal moment um and even when i was speaking yesterday to somebody that they reminded me that ruth actually you are the greatest gift that the church could have not your ministry not what it is that you do but you yourself and that opportunity to invest in the life of somebody else just by being you and doing that journey with them that's really good because i you know what i think dustin is i think the 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 most important thing about mentoring is not what we say it's who we are yeah it's that the young people are, are around us in our youth groups would actually be able to look at our lives and see our worship of God mm. you know all those things I mentioned earlier see, see the way that we use the internet see how we steward our bodies you know and, and, our, and our health and, and our diet see how our relationships are how our marriages how our marriages are see our um, fervor for God and our willingness to take risks when he calls on us and our, our willingness to make sacrifices see it in our lives because that's far more uh, inspiring and as you mentioned earlier Ruth authentic mm. than just the things we say anything that we we say it has to be backed up by who we are yeah. and the lives that we're living yeah. doesn't it and, and and so I think the most I would say if there was one key to mentoring yes of course our communication is important and and we need to learn you know uh, appropriate guidelines in terms of what we reveal about ourselves to a young person and what we don't and where we would meet and if we would meet with somebody of the opposite sex and all of those things are important to understand and you know that we do best practice but i would say the most important thing about mentoring is actually who is looking after our own lives and making you know like paul would say that really challenging thing imitate me as i imitate christ actually in our mentoring relationships and in our discipleship are we able to say something similar to our young people about our pursuit of god not that we're perfect mm. of course but would we would we say Im imitate imitate my personal devotional life imitate that because that will do you would, would we say you know would we say imitate the way that i you know treat my wife and the way that you're at with your girlfriend or you know mm. Would would we would we be confident in saying that? I think really that that is at the root and the core of, of what mentoring needs to be about. What do our lives look like? Not just what are the things that we're saying to our young people. Yeah. And I think it's important that if someone's thinking about saying, actually, I want to help to disciple a young person, I want to help to mentor them. But actually, one of the first steps I would be suggesting is that they themselves found someone that, that could mentor them, because you right. can't live out something that you've you've not been able to experience yeah. and that it's important to be able to be part of that process um, in order that there's somebody challenging you that's there's somebody speaking into your life um, just means that that whole cycle if you like yeah. that continues with the the next generation or the next person down so Ruth what would you say what are some essentials to discipling or mentoring 
I think um, to begin with, going back to that point, believing that actually you've got something to offer, great. I think is the great place to start. Um, Realising that God's done stuff in your life and therefore it's the opportunity to share that with somebody else and to journey with somebody else, to practice what you preach. So that the idea of who's mentoring you, that willingness to walk alongside somebody else. Because if you're not willing to walk along somebody else, alongside somebody else, it's like, well, why are you considering this? And f mentoring for me ta often takes on a holistic approach and holistic look that looks at young people's whole entire lives, not just their spiritual development, but the development of their whole life and their whole person and who they are, realizing that everything's interconnected. Because um, if a young person's Crucial. saying, actually, I'm struggling with reading my Bible, sometimes you've got to go back to actually how you're sleeping, how yeah. you're eating, are you having enough vitamins in your diet? <laughs> Those kind of things that just help a young person to look at their lives and look at the things that they struggle with, but yeah. see everything as connected, being able to ask, them like actually what are the challenges that you're facing at the moment and what do you think are the opportunities for growth that we begin to ask those important questions in their life but also asking those questions and helping them to to set goals in their life because if we're talking about what's it look like to to love jesus says love one another what does that look like in my home context does that look like i leave the washing up or does it look like i help with the washing up yeah taking it right back to I suppose the essentials are right back to the beginning that actually whether or not I wash up at home or whether or not I leave my clothes on the floor at home says something about who I am and says something about the way that I'm being formed to be more like Jesus and just taking it right back to those those basics and those beginning uh, am I willing to forgive a friend at school that's done something against me my willingness or my unwillingness to do that that, that that's important that re reflects and that um, feeds into our relationship with God because if we're not forgiven others we're going to struggle with our relationship with God um, so there's those first steps those practical beginning points of asking actually what are the challenges you'll face what are the opportunities that you've got what are those areas of growth um, that you have in your life and how can I support you and how can I um, encourage you on this process asking Brilliant. those important questions yeah you know I think one thing I, I, I'd add into those those great things there would be something that I probably learned from the mentor I talked about earlier and that was the thing that he would always do is that he would he would see an issue in my life and he would maybe see the journey that I would need to take to bring some resolution and you know to be more like Jesus in that area but he would never tell me he would help me to see it for myself and he would he would lead me on a on a path of revelation mm. and because he was able to do that because of his wisdom in that when i when i saw it for myself rather than just heard it from him it meant that i owned it and it meant that i really believed it mm. um and that was that was the thing that i took from him i think more than anything else that i've tried to apply when i've tried to mentor young people is is to is to not just say 
well, this is the issue and that I'm kind of a practical thinker, a logical thinker. Here's the issue. Here's the resolution. I can't tell you how many arguments that that kind of thinking has got me into in my marriage. Um, <laughs> you know, sometimes <laughs> just need to understand all that stuff. I got yeah, it now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, here's the uh, here's the problem. Here's the solution. Go and do that and you'll be fine. Yeah. No, no, no. That that yeah. doesn't help. That doesn't help a young person. It's how, how can we as somebody who's involved in discipleship and mentoring help a young person to identify a, 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 an issue for themselves and to come to that place of revolu- uh, revelation for themselves where they can see a path or a, or a journey to take which is going to bring uh, uh, transformation in, in, in their lives I think if we can apply that and, and put, impart that in, in, as, we, as we disciple a mentor I think that really helps yeah yeah no there was this really good book I read a, a few years ago I don't know if you guys read it um, by Mike Breen Disciple Making Culture I could be completely not be the title at all but uh he had a a little part in there that was really good and he talked about jesus and how jesus was obviously just grace he was just gracious he was accepting to his disciples but at the same time he was challenging um and that's what made me think of tim when you're talking about it you know was that book um by mike Breen, disciple making culture i think that's what it's called yeah because it's that idea of invitation and challenge constantly inviting a young person into relationship in order that there's that opportunity to bring challenge and yeah. to, to help to, to grow them to the next step yeah rather than just simply leave people to just be yeah. actually constantly saying actually how can I invite you into a relationship and to bring challenge in your life that helps you to grow yeah no definitely I, I definitely think time for anything for any youth workers out there listening I think time you you can't make disciples if you don't have time to spend with them and it could be doing anything yeah, you and can't microwave a disciple yeah yeah you can't microwave a disciple yeah perfect and, and i think within your program or whatever you want to call it whether you have a, a youth church youth club sometimes yeah that could help but i think it's even outside of those those times where you can have qu- i think quality time not just any time but quality time where you can actually sit down and you have you know you can talk and that might even be through through uh, facebook or twitter or something or texting um yeah and it's realizing that you don't need 20 young people to begin the process of discipleship that if you've just got one young person in your church or in your youth group that is that one one young person that you can start that process with and beginning to journey with them it's brilliant Ruth thanks so much for coming on the SVG podcast really appreciate your input and I uh, hope that to our listeners that stirred some thinking within you and we look forward to speaking to you again next time thanks everyone for listening don't forget to stay connected with Serious for God on Twitter at Serious for God Facebook forward slash Serious for God Instagram at Serious for God Elim YouTube forward slash Serious for God UK also subscribe to the podcast to get new episodes every month on iTunes or however else you get your podcasts and we'll look forward to connecting with you soon.